Do you feel you're being pulled in different directions? You can't find a place between the rhetoric and all those competing voices? You don't know where to turn? You don't know what to trust? Or you just want to hear a lively discussion about relevant issues without picking sides or all the mudslinging? Well, welcome to the Rock Pile. Join us, Lewis and Oma. We talk about faith, culture, and a bunch of other messy subjects. You can agree or disagree. It'll be lively, likely messy, but we hope interesting. Come on, come on our journey to understand. No rock throwing, just a rock. Hello, this is season two, episode seven of the, the rock, rock Pile, Pile podcast. podcast. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been a long couple of weeks. From, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, but yeah, well, you know, uh, with all the election and everything that came up, oh, it's, it's been crazy. Yeah. Do you well, feel tired? It, it just it's exhausting just watching and listening to any of it. It's, fr- it's just they make it so that you're just frustrated. Did you know that uh, last time I checked that they spent they being the people who pay for the elections, all okay, the money, yeah. all, all the super PACs, and all the people that make money, right? Almost seventeen billion with a b just on this election alone that's outrageous and you want to know where that money goes who gets it yeah who gets that the media they do all those advertising now that's the i guess the 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 paradox is the same group that shuts down free speech in my humble opinion (laughs) is the same one that you're paying are you paying big bucks to get to sponsor to, you. To sponsor people. Yeah, and to talk, you know. And this is the up. ones that's bad-mouthing everybody, oh, wow. or the one side or the other, and then you got to pay them. <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> Can just think how oh. ironic that is. You're having $16 billion. It's This is, people need to realize how much of a business this is. Yes, and they didn't support the three states that I was really hoping that they would. Well, that's, and there's New reasons Mexico. for that. And we're going to get into that. Yes. So we're not going to talk about the elections. Okay. We're going to talk about about the elections. All right, go for it. So all I don't understand is we live in a state that actually when we had the election, it was counted, it was done. It was like, boom, boom, it was done. Before, yeah, before 10 o'clock. Yeah. And then there's all these other states that you've got all this lag Yes. Ridiculous things going on. Right. Well, part of the issue is states control that area of counting and how they process the ballots. So you and think about... Each state is different. Each state is different. And since we don't have, and I don't think we really need, a federal election law, because then it takes it out of the states. And this is where people need to remember the states where the powers is that's where the power is supposed to be we've been for the last century and 20 years yeah been told that the federal government needs to be doing this and that's progressivism yeah, that they need to take care of us yeah that's progressivism yes, and, it, it is. and if you look turn of the century 1898 1900 mm-hmm. that's when it started with Woodrow Wilson uh, and Theodore Roosevelt was the Number really one. was the one oh. pushing it but yeah. Wilson ended up winning and Wilson pushed it but uh, Franklin Roosevelt really brought it to bear with World War II before, up and until. And then it's been going on ever, ever since. since. Ever since. And it's culminating. And we see that in the, the, the administrative state, which we talked about before. Right. Okay. So don't 
forget that administrative state because that's going to play in after these elections. Which is the bureaucracy. Yes. And all the three-letter agencies. Yes. And this is going to play in going forward for the next two years. And here's, and we'll get to that. So remind me, we get to that. But remember, the state is where the power is supposed to be. That's where you have the biggest impact because it's it's local. Your state. It's local. Yes. The people you represent, that rep, supposedly representing you are from your area. Yes. You, they have a connection with you because they're from that community. That's the way it's supposed That's to supposed be. That's supposed to be anyway, yeah. But we've, we've lost that. We've lost the connection because we think, because we've been told, and you hear it all the time, that we're a democracy. Well, we're not. We are a constitutional republic. Look it up. Yes. It's different. A democracy is essentially the majority wins, and whatever they decide, that's what they do. And the founders didn't want that because if you go back to ancient Greece, 200 people show up, they make a decision. The next week, 200 different people show up, and they do something else. (laughs) Yes. And so that's the danger of a democracy, and the the founders understood that. They read the classics. They knew exactly what was going on, both in Greece and Rome. Yeah. They understood. They understood that. They understood the influence, and, and they tried to find a hybrid. That's what we have, a constitutional republic. And they're only supposed to be facilitating the, the conduct between the states if there is a conflict. But the power of representation is in the state. Yes. The it's rep- right. We need to be so involved. Yes. And so when you see somebody like, say, Arizona, Nevada, California, pick a state that tends to slow walk their, their election, as much as I don't like it, I don't live in Arizona. Right. So Arizona has to fix Arizona. Right. And that's the way it's supposed to be. That doesn't mean it's, it's fun or easy to see or you like it because you want your candidate to win. Yeah, it's very frustrating. And, but it's not my candidate. Yeah. It's, it's not my candidate. Yeah. It's their candidate. It's the, uh, it's the way it's being presented. It creates division and chaos. That's what they want. That's what they want to If do anybody that. should yeah. be irate and frustrated, it's the citizens of the state of Arizona. Yes. Now, recognize that each state influences the rest of us. I mean, one only has to recognize that Arizona has a huge border on this, of the United States against with Mexico. Right. And there's an influx of people coming across that state. And it affects all New of Mexico, us. Arizona, California, Texas, right? right? Yeah. So it has an it has an impact. So those decisions they make as a state do impact the rest of us. Yes. Okay. So, but the the state is where the action is supposed to be happening. Our representatives that we send to Washington, and in the House there's 435 of them, and that's set. And of course, there's 100 senators for those who may not remember all their civics. So, what's that mean to us? That means that for all of us, every state included, we're going to have a logjam. Yeah. It's just going to be a, a, a gridlock because the, the party, one party is not going to budge for the other, and the other party is just not going to move, and the president's not going to sign anything from the other party. So he's essentially going to have to rule by executive order, which is what we oh, don't want. We don't want that, no. Now, they'll try it. This is where lawfare comes in because the... People are going to, have to step up and file lawsuits to shut things down. Yeah. But the difficulty in that is you've got those ABC organizations 
that really affect us more day to day than anything Congress generally does. Congress in Washington, D.C., not state Congress. Right. So that's that's the issue is what's going to happen. You know, going into this election, unless the Republicans, in this case, what they were seeking, this red wave that never happened. Well, it did. It did. Not, it did, but not like they hyped it up. They were uh, hyping. Hype's a bad word. They they promoted it. It was more it, of a hope. They were of hoping what they, they were going to get. Yeah. But they had to get it. They had to get a supermajority if they really wanted to make change. They could they could get things done, but they won't wouldn't be able to overcome the um, a veto of the president. Yeah. They, they still can't. So to that extent, having the House allows them to have control over the investigations. That's far more important. Right now, that's far more important than anything Well, I hope else. they investigate. Well, th- that's what they promise. And that's yeah. where you need to hold their feet to the fire. Yeah. And that's where things are going to get interesting if they hold that. And they need to hold that. They do. But the f- primary place where impact happens, because if people are frustrated, you see on the Internet where they're frustrated about Arizona, Nevada, California, the, the East, the West Coast, and they're, and they're just kind of uh, slow walking elections. Right. Well, that's not I'm, we're from Florida. So it's not really it's not our issue. It is our issue to some extent because we really want to see people get treated fairly. But I don't, I'm not a citizen yeah. of the state of Arizona. But I'm going to pray about it for certain. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You want, but, and we want to be concerned. And we, it, it's nothing wrong paying attention. But I see a lot of people griping yeah. and complaining. And that's okay. But we need to pay attention to what happens in our own states. Absolutely. And then go ahead and, and contact our representative. When we don't like something. Yes, when we don't like something and we want to see something changed. And why hasn't this been done, whatever. Yeah, they've got email. They have the representative, right? And they have they usually have an office in their district. Yeah, that's how representation to representative government works. We are a constitutional republic. We are not a democracy. People keep saying we're a democracy. We're not. Greece, Athens. Think of ancient Greece. They had a democracy. That didn't work well. No, because two hundred people could show up one day. And 200 different people will show up the next time. And guess what? It's first, all different. <laughs> first come, yes. first serve. Yes. So the people get in there and all of a sudden, oh, we're going to oh. banish somebody. The next day, we're going to unbanish them. Oh, we love them. that guy. Yeah. So the majority would control, and a mob makes a majority, yeah. and they don't want mob rule. So the founders created this hybrid right. that we call a constitutional republic. republic. And it requires the states to function together to some extent yes in washington to get what's best for the these specific issues but all the other issues they're supposed to be fleshed out in the state yes we're independent in that way yes we well whatever we want may not be what to, best, is best for, every for state. Uh, yeah. alabama mississippi tennessee right. whatever and so we have specific concerns and that's the reason why it was designed that way is because we have specific concerns that aren't shared say with illinois Right. We may have common statewide concerns that conflict or with other states. That's where the federal government should be coming in. It's well, uh, granted, it's far more complicated, but let's yes, not make it complicated. We're just trying to do an overview well, here. We're not trying to make it complicated because <laughs> it's not really complicated. If you right. break it down and say, look, you deal with your state. That's where you have the most input. Right. Your local where you where you we have the most input is whatever district we live in in the state of Florida, and that person we put it we actually voted for who. Received, who got the votes and was elected. Whether it's our party or not, they're supposed to be representing all of us. Yes. Right, not just their party. Unfortunately, 
that's not been the case. So with all these executive orders, it's going to cause so much. Well, yeah, concerns. Right. Because we and don't need... Orders. Yeah, well, the executive is supposed to be the one who manages the executive branch, not the whole entire government. Right. Progressives wanted the executive to be a kind of a super legislator, a kind of a person who rallies them all together and gets things done. They're the problem solver. And you see that happening with the previous president and this one. They want them to say, what's your plan? What do you think we should do? Think about the, uh, Franklin Roosevelt. You know, oh, yeah. We're going to do this, this, and this. Yeah. And everybody says, oh, yeah, I want that person to be president because that's what we want. We need to be doing. Well, they're not the one to decide what we need to do. We're the ones that are supposed to be deciding what we need to do. And the executive is supposed to run the executive branch. Yes. Now, that's a big enough job as it is. And why is that? Because the, ex- the executive branch for the ABC organizations all out there, guess what? They're not elected. Right. And the, the executive has limited ability to fire people. He can fire certain people, but there are certain people he's not able to fire. So ask yourself, who are the people they put in place two or three levels down? He can't reach those people. They can't reach those people. We can't reach those people. Who fires them? Has to be their bosses to fire them. And then you've got to have cause. Can you defund them? Well, yes, but you've got to have a majority. Ah. And you've got to get the Senate to work with you. You could abolish them, but you have to have, we have to have enough people. You have to have enough people in Congress to do that. That's why they were threatening to pack the court last oh, term. Oh, yes. And they were, like, they were threatening to do all these things yeah. because they had a majority, but they didn't have a supermajority. They right. didn't have enough to do what they wanted. And they didn't have the, the public support behind them to do it. Yeah. And so it's because of that division. They were going, getting ready to go into these elections. They knew full well that if they stepped too far, uh, it would, 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 would be ugly. Right. And that's the benefit of people paying attention to what goes on, knowing that you need to respond through your representative to say, no, or we won't send you back. And that's, that's how you influence them. That's how you influence them. So what's the other way we can do this? Well, lawfare, as it's been termed now, I see it going through a lot with the Twitter and other social media sites. So if you have an executive order, you, you don't particularly prefer well that's okay but it doesn't necessarily mean you you can change it you have to have standing so the the person with an executive order the person who would have standing and let me go back up so remember back when 2020 when the election after the election and all these law cases were going on and lawsuits in federal court and yes and the courts were kicking them out and saying people didn't have standing Right. Okay. Well, remember that there's two tiers or two two paths in law. The okay. state courts and the federal courts. Yes. They are not necess- they are not the same. Right. And the rules behind them may be similar as it comes when it comes to federal procedure or state procedure for litigation. But they may be similar but they're not the same. And the requirements to get into court in state court is state statute controlled and in federal court it's federal rules, federal right. laws that are that require it. Yeah. And so one of the things that you heard a lot was 
They kicked it out, and everybody said, oh, well, they, they, they didn't win that case. No. They didn't have standing is why they kicked it out, meaning they, did, they weren't a party, didn't have a party, didn't have an interest in it, the outcome, and there was no injury that you could point to. Or if there was an injury, it was so ethereal that you couldn't really say it was substantive. And then at the end, what's the court going to do if, they, if you, they do find that you had an injury? What do, they, what do you want them to do? There may not be a remedy for you because there's no law that says they can. Yeah. Remember, the courts are controlled by the law, not controlled by, they're supposed to be, not controlled by what I think we should do. It's controlled by the law. The law says you can do A, B, and C. Right. Not, Lewis says, I want to do this, so I'm, therefore I'm going to decide. That's not the way it's supposed to work. And we don't want it to work that no, way. No, we don't. So we get hurt feelings when they don't get, when our, we try to champion a cause and they say you don't have standing. Yes. Uh, but, what, but when they twist it, and make it sound as if. That's the problem. That's the piece that gets people riled up. It's because that's the misinformation. Yes. Well, yes, because they're not telling you how it really works because they know you don't know how it really works. Yes. That's the, that's the thing. They're playing you. They're, 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 yeah, they're, they're not telling you. Right. Because they know you don't know. And why would you? You're not a lawyer. You wouldn't know. So they, they know. So and they, they know they're it. not. They know you're not telling you. Yeah. They know they're not telling you. And that's the part that you get fired up about. They know they're not telling you. Right. I know it. These people are all college graduates, and they think they know everything. No disrespect to anybody, but they do. And they come off like, what do you know? Well, I don't have to know all that stuff. You're supposed to be reporting facts. Truth. Yeah. Now, even if it, you go on the Internet and everybody says, oh, that's all this and all that, and everybody need a misinforma- disinformation board, we don't need that. No. We need people to have information. We're smart enough to figure it out for themselves. When they say they have to do all this fact-checking, that's because they don't believe we're smart enough to figure it out. Right. Okay. So back to standing. So if they say they lack standing, there's some reason why whatever that law says, state law or federal law says, whatever the procedural piece is, whatever that happened, you didn't, you didn't cross that barrier. You didn't make it. Right. They kick it out. That doesn't mean that they've determined you're right or wrong. Or that you weren't injured. Well, they didn't make any rules as to the law and how they're it just not going to hear it. They just didn't hear it. Right. Doesn't matter what the facts are. They never got into the. Never saw the light of day. No, that never did. So those cases are still there. Yeah. They're not gone. One thing that really concerns me is I've noticed that these ABC organizations, bureaucracy, is going out and they're arresting uh, people because they were standing outside of an abortion clinic or. And, and, and they weren't doing anything other than, like, offering to pray for people and things like that. This is serious. Okay, they're, 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 these, these agencies are going out and doing things that really seem like they're trying to intimidate people. Okay, because they've got other things they could go look for. There's other issues that they could be spending their time with, the, you know, the, yes. the, the ABC agencies. And, and so they're making a point. But this is not the first time this has happened. And there's a book, uh, Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz just published, I think last week or so. It's called, um, what is that book called? It's called The Justice Corrupted. And it, it, he gives a history of really around uh, Franklin Roosevelt up to the present time about how these agencies have been used by the executive branch really as a weapon. They, they, he'll list those, all. It's, it's a good read. Now granted, He's writing it, it's his book, and uh, he's had some firsthand experiences and he brings those out, and those are, that's, that would be appropriate. And we would expect that 
So I'm going to leave a link to that book. You can get it. At, Amazon has it. You probably could find it at a, at a used bookstore. Somebody might, somebody might, they might have it. But generally, it, because it's new. That's it's, new. Probably not. But probably it's a not. really good read. It's a good read. Yeah, very um, interesting. It is interesting. It's it's, you know, it's not it's a novel, pertinent. but it's pertinent. It, it, it will give you some ideas, understanding. And the whole point of this is to is to bring out information so that you can be more informed of what's really going on. So when you hear stuff, you say, that's not true. And then you yes. know where to look. The other book is called The Dying Citizen, Citizen by Victor Hansen. Um, he's a professor at Hillsdale College. Yes, um, and he's, that's excellent. Uh, he, he's a historian. He's, well, you see him on, you see him on the uh, news. Uh, and on channels all the time talking. Yeah, it's a, it's a book you have to read little bits at a time, but he goes through the history of what is a citizen, where that came from, and how that's being impacted by the things that are going on. And it's really important to understand what a citizen means, and yeah. he takes you back to the the uh, classical times of Greece and Rome, and that's where he comes from. That's his yeah. background is. But he brings it up into such a today. Yes, yes. And so it really makes it powerful impact because I know when I saw and I was I was watching his videos that it was just like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea. Right. And so, so it's an eye opener. It, it is. It's a great read. It, it is. It's but it's you got to take little bits at a time because it's condensed. It's a lot of good information in uh, small chapters to so read one chapter at a time yeah. and put them together. But if you get that kind of gives you kind of some a different perspective whether you like it or not whether right. you you like those individuals or not but it's good to be educated educated about and, what's really going on right. why it's happening and why they're doing what they're doing it explains a lot right and we'll be carrying on this conversation in our ne- next episodes because there's a lot of a lot more things that are associated with this we just can't touch on the right. time we have today well that's a wrap thanks for joining and sticking with us today Please subscribe to Karen's Rockpile Podcast. We're on most podcast sites, Spotify, Podbean, Apple, Google, Samsung. Also, our website and spotlighted organization are in the podcast description. Please share it with your friends, family, or anyone you know. Join us next week. Until then, stand firm, be the light, and most importantly, pray. Blessings.